To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Sunday Session Podcast with Francesca Rudkin from Newstalk ZB. Queenstown skiing destination Coronet Peak has an ambitious dream. They are looking to supercharge its mountain biking tracks to make it an all-year destination. Joining me now is Coronet Peak Ski Area Manager Nigel Kerr. Good morning. Sure, Francesca. Thanks so much for being with us, Nigel. Now tell me, look, there are already mountain bike trails on Coronet Peak. Is, Is that the case? What's the new plan? Yeah, there are already three trails, two very historic and one more recent. And we've got a grade, and they're a range of grades, three to five, but they are just three trails. And I think we all like to shop, you know, and we all like choice in our our shopping and our activities and different challenges. And mountain biking is no different. And as we move from a, I suppose, a place where you can mountain bike to a probably more of a park where we have more choice, and more options, and you're entertained for longer, we have come up with a master plan document that we intend to work through over the next four to five years. Awesome. What's the plan? The plan is about 14 new trails that often are linked trails rather than full standalone. The shape of Coronet Peak means there's only a couple of trails that would actually go top to bottom. Most of them would start two, a third of the way down and link or two-thirds and link across. So some of these trails are are making choice. Okay, I've done this run, but now I'll go this way and then I'll go that way. Um, But really, for me as a customer, that's what I look forward to when I'm out there. And I imagine if you're a purist, you will cycle to the top, Nigel, but I imagine you'd use the chairlifts, would you, to offer the opportunity too for people just to get to the top and then have a blast down? Yeah, if you're a purist, yes, you might bike up, but it's pretty hard work. Um, <laughs> I won't be doing it. <laughs> yeah, well, the slopes get a lot steeper when you're on a bike than when you're on your skis, I can tell you that. Um, and the chairlift, which we put in about five years ago, the Coronet Express, it was actually specified to allow us to run mountain bikes on it in the summer, and it worked incredibly well. Um, it's probably got the best bike capacity, some of the best bike capacity in the country, and it's also geared so it really slows down top and bottom, uh, making unloading and loading safe and, and comfortable. And so it, we've really got all the infrastructure here that we need to have an amazing venue. And not just for mountain biking, for all manner of activities, but this is about mountain biking. So how important would this be to Queenstown, but also Coronet Peak over the summer? Well, I think to Coronet Peak, what it does is it gives us one of several revenue streams that allow us to be open more, because we, we're in a recreational reserve. We are 20 minutes on a steel road from Queenstown. Um, being So we're very, very accessible. And if we can make this recreational reserve more useful to the wider public, that's a huge deal. To us, it's also about hiring our staff on a more permanent basis. Having year-round employment rather than seasonal employment is another big deal. And that fits in with dealing with housing, dealing with uh, good, skilled staff, um, and then for Queenstown, I think, well, there's a dream at the end of all of this, which is to put together to bring international events to Queenstown. Now, we've got quite a few different um, venues now developing in Queenstown, but there's no doubt that if we can, the more international recognition we can get, and events are a good way of doing that, the 
the long-term value for the destination is huge. Nigel, you mentioned, of course, you're a recreational reserve. Does that make it tricky to make any adjustments on the mountain? I wouldn't call it tricky, okay. but very time-consuming because right. we're working with DOC. And look, because it's a, a reserve, and rightfully so, it has higher ecological controls and values to be protected you know, than, than a lot of other areas. And there's no problem with that, that's correct. But DOC's processes at the moment are very slow. Uh, we've been working on this for four years, and we're, we're almost, almost, but not quite getting to the end of the the pathway to get this underway. If you put mountain biking tracks on a ski field, does that affect the ski slopes? Well, what we yeah, yes, it can. Um, what it means is more work with snowmaking and groomers to to bury them in the in the winter. So specifically, most skiers ski on the groomed runs. So we have tried to avoid in our layout the groom runs at all costs because that's just going to be a natural conflict that we're going to have to deal with every winter when we and we don't want to. So trail crossings, um, corners, firm corners, everything that's required for mountain biking is all off-piste, as it were. Gotcha. Now, I was in Queenstown a few weeks ago, took my kids down for the first time who really enjoyed the skiing and things. I was talking to a few of the locals, Nigel, and what they, they were telling me is that, you know, because of climate change, there is a possibility that it's not going to be sustainable to be skiing consistently on Coronet Peak and that the idea of the the mountain biking is is future-proofing, uh, you, you know, Coronet Peak and and what it can offer. And at the same time, this is all the locals, you can... You can t- and then they were, and then they were saying to me, and then they were saying to me that the plan is to extend out the remarkable ski field, which of course is higher and um, and often has a little bit more snow. Are they are they right? Uh, they are only partially right. There, there is no doubt that there is climate change going on. But can I point to uh, the North Island ski fields? Last year, as they went into liquidation, everybody said, oh, that the end, there'll be no more skiing on, on Ruapehu because of climate change. I am, I'm not hearing those same people this year. And what I'm trying to point out is that climate change is a long-term game, not a short-term yeah. game. And we're, we, you know, we have done a lot of work here um, insulating ourselves, I suppose, against climate change with snowmaking capacity and technical ability. Um, so the way I see it is we will be skiing here for many years yet. However, it's such a big facility with such infrastructure um, that we're almost criminal not to develop it further for year-round use. I mean, you how many dock reserves do you go to where they make you coffee and you have flush toilets <laughs> and music playing on the deck and they're seeking it? But you don't. That, no. This just doesn't exist. Yeah. So no, it's amazing. Like, Quite unique, and you know, next summer we've got the New Zealand Mountain Bike Champs, we've got the South Island Champs, and one of the reasons they come here is it's such a good venue and such an arena for the public to enjoy everything that's going on, the way the, de- the building is facing, all the facilities. And they're just going, well, this is just too easy. Yeah, no. Couldn't agree with you more, Nigel. Really nice to talk to you. That was Nigel Kerr there, the uh, Coronet Peak Ski Air Manager. Yeah, look, you never know where the snow's going to land. Went to Queenstown and my son said to me, this is the Ruapehu snow. Went to Ruapehu and he said, this is Queenstown snow. Very confusing year. Anyway, uh, the snow is falling. That's all that matters at the moment. 
For more from the Sunday session with Francesca Rudkin, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9 a.m. Sunday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.